Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey there. I'm so glad you're here. It's getting close to the time to enroll in the July group coaching program, and I don't want you to miss out. Enrollment for July group is June 23rd through June 30th. Create the foundation for your six-figure MFR business in 90 days without working harder. You're closer than you realize to having the exact business you've always wanted, even if you're starting from scratch and even if you've had your business for years. We start July 12th and calls will be at 11 a.m. Central on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Decide to make this a priority for your business and plan now to attend the calls live. Get on my email list and follow me on social media. I'll be hosting three live calls to discuss more details and answer any questions you might have about joining the July group coaching program. Already decided you're in? That's fantastic. You can enroll June 23rd through the 30th. And if you're going to be in Sedona for advanced unwinding in June, don't forget to say hello. I'd love to meet you. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am having the most fantastic time in group coaching right now. All of my clients are reporting their wins, and this is kind of what happens at this point in group coaching. So we're in our last month together, and it's the most exciting time. And I wanted to kind of ride the wave of that and have one of my current coaching clients in to talk to all of you guys so you could get a hit of the of the energy of this experience that one of my clients is having super fun to share the stories. So I have with me today Erin Tauscher. She is an occupational therapist and owner of Mind Body Freedom Therapy located in Madison, Wisconsin, specifically in Monona on the east side of Madison. Erin, welcome to the program. Hey, hello. It's so nice to be here. (laughs) Fun to have you. Okay, let's just dive right in. We just got off of a two hour impromptu coaching call. (laughs) Yeah, we did. (laughs) Celebrating wins with everybody in the group. So we're, we're buzzing with the energy of that. It was so fun. Tell us, like, if you can remember what specifically made you think you wanted to do group coaching, what was happening? So I jumped right into MFR. I it was this weird kind of journey. I ran into someone, he gave me a session. I was like, what was that? And then I just jumped in. So I went down to take the first course with John in Chicago in 2019. And then I actually stayed. I cleared my schedule and I was like, I'm staying more and more. And it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I'm a recovering, like overanalyzing up in my brain, floating in space. And then MFR brought me into my body. And so I jumped in and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how to own a business. I don't know how to deal with money. What are my beliefs about all this stuff? So I kind of kept it as a safe side gig. Mm -hmm. And then 
a turn of events and I started dating someone across borders. And I was like, all right, I'm all into this too. And a lot got jumbled up in my life where it came to the point I was in super overwhelm Mm -hmm. and I could see myself just grasping. I wanted everything to occur in my life as I wanted it right now. And I wanted it to be easy. Mm. How was that working out? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's horrible. It was totally horrible. So uh, I actually went went with a different coach, but just kind of bought the package module of not individual coaching because I couldn't mm-hmm. afford or I said I couldn't afford it. And I had met you on the periphery. And then I swear to God, it's like your energy shifted and it's just, <laughs> I'm like, I've seen you around, but I need to work with you. And we even interviewed together and I'm like, yep, let's go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I know I needed you and it's been amazing. It's been just cutting through all the drama, everything that was a remnant of living in that overanalyzing space is just come back to your center, come back to your body. This is MFR at its core. (laughs) Yeah. Are we MFR therapists or not? Like what's happening, everybody? Yeah. And it's a lifestyle. It's like Mm -hmm. where you are in one area of your life is how you are everywhere. That's so true. And I think that is one of those things that people start to realize through coaching, they're like, oh, I'm kind of overwhelmed everywhere. I'm having like low level unsatisfaction in this part of my life, in this part of my life, in this part of my life. And this is how it it shows up as like me frantically trying to control everything to feel okay, basically. Bless our little minds and our hearts. (laughs) They're trying so hard. And it's just, you will never get there by trying to satisfy that beast. Yeah. And it shows up as like perfectionism and hiding and like, you know, just waiting to feel ready. All those things. Those are all the things I hear people say, like why they haven't yet decided to come for coaching, even though they have some sort of part in their business that they're not satisfied by, which is, it's not unusual. (laughs) It's like a normal thing. And you mentioned that today too, how it's vulnerable. We're naked and afraid coming forward being like, we took this huge leap to start our businesses and like, here's everything. Take a look at me. And there's a a huge confidence and love that you need to bring forward to be willing. Like I said, it's so parallel for our patients' journeys. They need to come forward and show it and be like, I'm willing. I don't really know how this is going to help, but like you hold the belief for me. I'm really relieved and so, so excited to go with you. Oh, I love that. I think that's such a great analogy to say that. Like that is our expectation of our patients, right? Is for them to have that willingness to be vulnerable, to show up lacking belief and hope in the process and like being confused and being overwhelmed by whatever pain they have going on. And it's so normal for us as the therapist, we sometimes forget that that's how the patients are coming to us. And we really do need to be in that energy and that space of holding the belief for what is possible for them, but sometimes harder than they believe themselves and for a longer period of time. Totally. You have to. You're the one that knows it's possible. You are the the whole container. They have no idea. We've spent thousands of hours integrating this work. Yeah. We have all this practice and like reassurance because we've heard it over and over again and we've had it done to us. We've done it 
so many times. It's just like routine. Like, of course, this is going to work for you. Of course it is. Even like therapists that maybe lack some of the confidence of that, they still believe that this is the modality that's going to get their patients the results that they want. So they're like, of course you want this, right? I think being able to show up and tell patients that you can help them, even sometimes when you are lacking that belief in yourself as the therapist, that is the difference between changing a life and not changing a life. It's really important work. So I just want to like give a minute, give a minute to that. Like MFR therapists, what you do out in the world is so important and we never want to lose sight of that. I think we can get swept up in like how exciting it is to create a business and then to create a six-figure business. Like that is just the reward for holding that space and for holding that belief for your clients. That just comes naturally over time. It's inevitable as far it's as I'm the, concerned. It's the icing on the cake, right? Yeah, it's the like icing on the, the cake. The beautiful side effect of just like true intention with your heart. So cool. Okay. So you came, you were feeling overwhelmed in your life. Something I was doing brought, like drew you in. You were saying, I love that. I do feel like there was a certain point a few months back, I had a shift in my energy around coaching where like, I really started to hold the vision for every MFR therapist being able to become a six-figure business earner without overworking. And when I switched into that, like the people that are coming are like different and, you know, it's much more like best fit coaching clients for me. And that's what I'm teaching you guys in group coaching is how to draw in your best fit clients. So I love hearing that feedback. (laughs) I definitely like can remember the feeling in my own body when I had that switch. Mm -hmm. It's such a beautiful thing for me to recognize that because that's so much of what we're going over is this it is so much about our beliefs. And mm-hmm. some of them are down there deep. Even today I'm coaching and, and I'm having these growth edges where they're so uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my God, I can spend more money on myself. I have the money. I'm worth it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm crying in session, and but I can breathe like I've never been able to breathe before. It's super fun to watch you in the, in the coaching sessions, especially because like you are like super excited for everybody else. And like, I'll be saying something and and you're just like, yes, like moving your arm. Like, (laughs) just like, I'm like, so glad Aaron's here, just affirming everything I'm doing. It's so fun. Yeah. And you taught me this or reaffirmed it in me too that how much and how skilled are all of us at beating the crap out of ourselves? Like, holy, you do one wrong thing, you're beating yourself up for months, years, who knows? And it's like, are you celebrating and dancing and just being a silly little kid every time you have a win? I yeah. think like my fingers are closed together. There's like <laughs> not even a fraction of people that I know that regularly do that. I kind of forced you guys into that because, because it's so unpracticed. So it feels super uncomfortable or we feel like we're tooting our own horns or we like have a big ego if we post in the group, like how well we're doing. And what I saw happen this week, especially, so it's like while we're recording this in real time, it's the first week of June. And so in past groups, like I've always had people report their income every month and we do it quarterly. And I I don't know, like the month got away from me and I, I hadn't even mentioned it. And some of the focus for people in this group hasn't necessarily been on the money. It's been like getting getting their businesses up and going. So there's a big 
variable in where people are. Some people don't even have their businesses open yet. So there's a a big line of where people are. And so like, it just hasn't occurred to me to have you guys do that as frequently as I have in past groups. So organically people started to post their wins on the first day of the month. The wave of that has been so exciting just to see everybody else doing it too. And so then on the call today, I very purposefully and intentionally called on every single person, which ended up taking two hours (laughs) to get through. So every single person had to celebrate a win. And if it couldn't be a monetary one, because maybe they're not open yet, it was something else. And there were tears shed and everybody found something that they were surprised about that they really could celebrate, but that they had forgotten had happened. Some people had already made back their coaching investment. Some people had never felt so good in their bodies or never felt so confident about selling MFR. It was just, it was really fun to see. But specifically, like I want to go through and celebrate you and like here, I want you to tell everybody kind of where you were in your business when we first started working together. And now that we're kind of wrapping up, we have four weeks of coaching left. So we're right at the tail end of it. Where are you now and where do you plan to be? What is the future for your business? There's a lot coming down the pike. And the first and foremost thing is always getting your energy like aligned. What I'm really excited about is I have plastered this belief wall. And every morning now, it's my routine. I get up, I love listening to music, I'll read through my beliefs and like feel like I'm already there and really anchor that. And that it just, it feels so good. It's a gift just to like let myself feel good. I've wallowed in bad for a while and beat myself up. So when I first started coaching with you, like I said, I'd kind of done like a little bit of a different coaching program. So I personally, I'm really outgoing. I like doing just like my favorite pastime is waving and chit-chatting with strangers. So it's like literally like that's my bread and butter. That's hilarious. I'm like, my pastime would be hiding in my turtleneck and taking naps. So (laughs) (laughs) So like I have a lot of these natural abilities already to be Mm -hmm. good at marketing and sales and kind of getting out there and believing in it. Or Mm -hmm. I didn't believe in myself as much as I do now with your help. So I would go out and I would do these events and I'd get people to sign up and I'd have like maybe like $5,000 months. Mm -hmm. And what would happen is like, I wouldn't lead people through, hold the belief for them as much and hold the belief in myself. And so naturally just by coming into that, this month I made Mm $10,876. It's like, whoa, that's double. And I can look back and be like, I had COVID last month. So I was off for a week. I still was kind of iffy about changing my prices and not believing and charging more than other experienced therapists. So it's like, oh my gosh, now here I am in a new month going forward. And it's like, okay, I can still feel a little shaky, but these are my prices you know, like I just say them and that's what they are and no drama. The next thing that's going to happen is I'm setting intentional goals. They're going on my belief wall too. Each month, what I want to accomplish, I'm also opening up online courses for people to get started right away. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I tried to offer classes in my office and getting people to come was like herding cats. (laughs) I'm like, let's just be something that if people are browsing, it's 2 a.m. They're like, I need help with my pterygoids. I don't even know what they are. I'm going to get in my mouth. And so I want to teach people and have things available on my website. And then my third wave is I'm going to get out in the community and do bigger level events. 
I love it. It's like, who was it? Brandon was like, or someone today was like, it's a disservice not to be sharing this work, being confident in it and being like, this is really going to help you. It's unique. It's not one size fits all. It's an organic path to connect with yourself and unwind and let go of layers and layers of conditioning and hardness and protection. And we just have to be as the therapist willing to be vulnerable while we are like, look at my baby, (laughs) right? Which is our passion about this work. It's like showing people your baby and being willing for people to be like, eh, it's a baby. And some people are also like, I love your baby. (laughs) Yeah. I hold it. And also with that, like willing to be all the things, I'm just one step ahead of you, or I'm awkward, or I feel really stupid. Be willing to be all the things. Because how do babies learn how to walk? They take a million steps. They don't And a million falls, right? Right. Exactly. That's really a good visual because when babies learn to walk and they crawl first, like sometimes in the weirdest ways, and then they take their first few steps and they fall immediately. They never say to themselves, I'm stupid. I should have already known how to run. Like it never occurs to them. And even the people watching them, we'd never be like, what's wrong with you? Why didn't you do it perfectly? You're a year old. You should know this by now. Right. And the same thing translates in business. Like some people in group have, don't even have their business started yet. Like it's still a dream. Some people have been in business for 20 plus years. So it's just this huge spectrum. No matter where you are in your business, you can change it and create whatever you want. And I think letting people know that you're not stuck based on where you live and based on how you've done things. That's not an indicator of what the future of your business can be. When you first came to coaching, like, did you imagine that you would be making like have a $10,000 a month before we were even done with coaching? Like, was that even on your radar? Right away, I was like, okay, I'm going to make 20K a month because I'm going to do all these other things. <laughs> so I was just doing MFR. Right. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to make my money not hmm. doing MFR. <laughs> well, and not necessarily that, but even like the classes and, yeah. and some other things. So I had that, but I didn't really believe in it. And now after just I like half belief and getting halfway there, I'm like, oh my God, it's so much of being willing to be curious and vulnerable and open and feel all the feels, mm-hmm. make decisions, take action, fall down, get up, do yeah. it again. And it's and all it's right not, there. It's all right there. And it doesn't really have anything to do with how positive you are or how many affirmations you give yourself. It really is. I love that idea of your belief wall and you like jiggling and dancing and like playing music as you're reading the beliefs. Cause you're like imprinting it. It's like, you're allowing yourself to believe ahead of time before you actually have the result. And you know, when you're in a hundred percent belief, because it's as good as done, it's inevitable. And it's like, maybe even already happened as far as like this big month you had, how many clients or how many client sessions did you do in order to receive that amount of money? Yeah, I did 48. Okay. For the entire month, not 48 a week, you guys. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) Distinguish that. Yeah. So how did that feel for your body? Did you have capacity to do more than that? Was that fully booked? I had a few weeks where they're like, because like I said, I had COVID. Oh, yeah, so you even had I, COVID. I forget. You took right. a whole, you took time yeah. off to recover. Yeah. Five days in quarantine. 
I think I would average at like 12, 13, I had a six week and then a 19. So in between and probably max would be 20 just Mm -hmm. on the individual one-on-one level. But you know, I like 15. I just love that you created that even taking an entire week off because you had to, like you had no choice. And it was like an impromptu, like not planned and you retained your clients, like nothing. It was okay. When you first got sick, did you panic though? Were you feeling like no matter what, like even if I lose this entire week and nobody reschedules, like I'm okay? Yeah. A lot of that comes from having a really solid model Mm -hmm. and like selling this kind of idea of like, you know, one treatment isn't going to just take away all of your pain. Mm -hmm. It's going to be this journey of unpeeling those layers within your body and unwinding and letting go. I'm already selling them, okay, eight sessions to start to get to know yourself a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it's just how far and how good do you want to feel? That's so good. And really knowing that that's the result you want for your clients, you're holding this longer term vision and your goal at all isn't a one and done. And when that's not your goal at all, it's really easy to educate your clients exactly what they should be expecting and, and how they should be showing up to treatment and how they should be thinking about it. Cause you're educating them from the minute they walk in. And then every time you see them after that, it's Mm -hmm. really good. Okay. So tell us what you imagined coaching was going to be like, and then how has it actually been? I think this is a really good question because it's like, I knew I wanted help and I figured, Hey, you've done it. You're going to help me. I don't know what the format's going to be, but I am just so grateful at every single person in our group. I'll sit there and I'll listen. And maybe sometimes I might have a thought like, oh yeah, like maybe this doesn't pertain to me. No, hundred percent of the time it pertains to me. There's a part that resonates and it's like, oh yeah, I've been through that before. So I can have compassion and hold the space for them. Or I'm like, oh my God, look, that little tiny subtlety that's where I'm stuck a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And then you keep on learning and then you get to practice outside of yourself and then with yourself. Oh, I love that. That's really good feedback. I love that. And I agree. And I tell people uh, usually at the beginning of every call, like if you don't get coached today, just watch for the coaching and everybody else. And how can you apply that to yourself? It would be really easy to think you can just pay $3,000 show up to the calls and just listen to it and think that that's all you have to do. But if you put any effort at all into showing up, step one, step two, like really listening with curiosity and openness, you are going to get so much more out of it. Because like you said, I can either hold space for someone or I can see how this directly applies to me and like put it into action or have compassion for myself because I'm experiencing this too, or I know what to look for. Like, this is what's coming next, all those things. So good job. I want to attract all of the errands of the MFR world into this program because of this attitude you have and this openness to learning more. And like, you, it's not like, I haven't seen you ever make anything mean anything about you. Anything you've discovered, you haven't made it mean anything has gone wrong. You're just like, oh, yeah, and that's true. It's totally true now in my life. I will say that I did not come from there. And there's several things. And it's so amazing, like the Johnisms, like, holy crap, that man is so wise. And 
the more I've been embodied, it's like I can know and really know what he's saying. It's not yeah. just a concept. So that has just been totally amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that's the difference. Like, because I am an MFR therapist and like I've done it for so long. And like, even though I'm not practicing because coaching is taking up, it's like a full life career for me now, but like I still go to seminars. So I constantly have John in my ear and it's impossible for us to not bring the way he thinks about us treating patients into coaching and for us to like start to apply as it not being a concept, but as like, how is this embodied in you? And how do you behave as an MFR therapist? And how does that translate into your business when you are coming from this train of thought? I'm glad to hear that. And yeah, I definitely hear John all of the time. Like, what if this was easy? And like, I tell you guys that in your business, I'm like, what if this literally was easy? And then some of you guys report back, like, why is this so easy? (laughs) Like now that I've quit fighting it, I've dropped the rope. Like, why is this so easy? Yeah. At first it's scary. You're like, wait, this is for real. This is available to me. Like, why was I working so hard? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Why are so many of us struggling and so close to like burning out or giving up? The one thing that I will say is that it's almost like what happened before was the way I interacted with the world is I was very codependent. Mm. I was very dependent on what was happening out here to determine Mm -hmm. what I thought about myself, what I told myself, what stories I kind of kept on living in. Mm -hmm. And then something shifted and it's between coaching and like the four agreements and like a course in miracles. Mm -hmm. It's like this idea of like, you assign meaning to everything. You either give it power over you or you keep it here and you stay centered. And then you're like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. I can still go on this way and still like just have this buzzing energy to myself. Even if my car has a flat and I'm late for an appointment and I missed it. Yeah. You get to decide what that means about you, what you make it mean. And so many, yeah, all of this stuff. That is one of the things I think people are really surprised about in coaching is how much translates into life and like how you, you no longer perceive your life in the same way you do before coaching, because you have that model and you can like take all these other things like the four agreements and course in miracles, and you can start applying it even deeper, I think, because you have one more set of skills. And it's also true. I think that like you experience MFR different too, because you, you are no longer like up in your head trying to process it or make it mean something in order for it to be profound or in order for it to be okay you're just like, allow it to be without so much trying to figure it out. Does that make sense? Totally. If you're trying so hard and you're like, I think I know (laughs) you don't Yeah. (laughs) just, just hold and just allow and ride. That's how life works. And same with business. So what would you tell the people that are just nervous in general about making a $3,000 investment in their business or any kind of investment in their business. That's not an MFR seminar. It's so important. It's like, how easily are we paying to go to school with this idea that like, we don't have second thoughts, like, are we going to graduate or not? We just, that's what we do. It's almost like if you have any thoughts that you're not good with money, you're not a good business person, or it's not like just easy and effortless, you need coaching. 
because there's thoughts and there's ideas and there's deep beliefs that are holding you back and to learn from everybody else around you and have that ability for someone just to call you on your crap. <laughs> like it's all beautiful crap. It's just like brain protection stuff that you can't see, right? If we could all see our shit, none of us would have any problems. We'd be like, no, that's not true. This isn't true. But instead we have all these thought errors and they become our truths. It becomes who we are and how we think about ourselves. And it's very disruptive to actually living a really happy life where you like yourself too. When people are out there in the world liking themselves, I don't know. How do you show up when you're feeling so like good? <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And yeah. I just feel like it doesn't really matter what anyone else is going through. Like I just have this just like probably like aura or orb of just like golden energy that's with me. So mm -hmm. if I'm taking care of myself and like I told you today, I, I spent 15 minutes just swinging on a swing. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy this time because that I have you, on my walk. Yeah. Because you said good. you didn't have any like drama to resolve or you weren't mad about anything. So you were like, what could I do? I guess I'll swing. Like it didn't occur to you to do that before. Right. That's right. so fun. And I think John encourages us to do these things too. Like be childlike, observe things from your baby eyes, right? Like before the world ruined you, before mm. events took control over you, right? Before we made things mean things about us. And if you just spend 10 minutes swinging, like it's almost like you made a core memory for yourself in that moment. It doesn't matter how much time you spent swinging when you were six, because you could do it as an adult. It's almost more powerful than when you did it as a child. That's pretty cool. I love it. <laughs> I just love to be like a part of, oh, this is so fun for me. Is there anything else you'd want people to know about your experience or any anything else you want to share about what's going on in your business now that wasn't available to you before coaching? I feel like we covered a lot of good things. The biggest thing that I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong too, but I just have this <laughs> perception that when you start off going to John's seminars, you're like, oh, this is really cool. And then people start instituting it and maybe they work for someone else and there's a little more security around it or people jump in right away or they're their own business people already. And it's like that confidence and having like a group to hold you as you move forward, it's like super special. And you just don't feel alone because mm -hmm. like if you own your own private practice and you're just seeing individual clients, like you're largely alone. And probably because I'm an extrovert too, I'm just like, I want my people, like my tribe that's like, hey, like what's going well for you? What's hard? Okay, this is what's happening with me too. And it's just like such a lovely way to kind of almost be like raised in your like MFR business. Mm -hmm. oh, you know, like I'm a that. little toddler and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, like I have a like a connective, secure relationship with these people. And it's really yeah. nice. Oh, I love that. And I agree. I think when we are in business for ourselves, especially as MFR therapists, because nobody else relates to us. Most of the time, nobody else understands what we're doing, like other practitioners, you know, it is lonely. And that is one of the driving forces behind me creating the MFR coach was I just remember driving to work every day with this sense of aloneness. And it was really heavy. And there wasn't an outlet really to get that kind of a support where you could like really be free with what all of the terrible like stuff you're thinking about your business and like all of the fear and the shame and the disappointment and like 
all of the stuff you don't want anyone else to know, because if you say it out loud, then maybe it's true. And having that space where it is safe, it just allows you to normalize what's going on in business and also let you know what's possible because you can see everybody else, what they're creating. That makes it safe for you to create it too. And I think because MFR therapists are so special, like we do need more support than we think we do, right? We're, we're caretakers and we're used to taking care of everybody else, but like who takes care of you and who is your support system? And are you getting enough of everything you need? And I think that that's a question to ask yourself. Anyone listening to this is like, are you getting enough of everything you need? Do you have enough nurturing for yourself to create the business that you need? Do you have the tools to calm down your nervous system when it freaks out when your clients cancel and they no show or they only come one time and you really knew that they could come like what they would get if they came 12 times, right? And you're disappointed in in that for them, but you make it mean something about you. So just having that space where you can go through all of those emotions and it's normal. (laughs) It's just like our normal chat. It's totally necessary. I just love that because like, think about all the different professions in the world totally depends. Like our ability to help others is how centered and grounded are we? And Mm. if we're not like, just think of like the reverberations of energy that we're kind of putting out to people, like we need it. That it's just such a powerful, beautiful thing. That's really, really good. Yeah. We need it. And we want it. We want that support. And we want that container that we can go to and like clean out our brains and then feel calm and centered and like go out and serve our clients at a level that was never possible or available to us before because whatever we were doing just wasn't enough or it never occurred to us that we should be getting regular health release treatments, you know, which is so, this is like super funny, you guys. I don't know if this relates to anybody listening, but when you come into my program, one of the first things I tell you is like, you need to be paying for myofascial release. You need to be willing to get it in your schedule and to pay for it. And if you're not willing, then why would your clients be willing to pay you? <laughs> like this is eye-opening tool. It just doesn't occur, right? And well, why is trading bad? Nothing's wrong with trading, but just the act of you being willing to pay for MFR and being willing to make it a priority for you and for you to be a product of your product is really important. And it translates and you show up differently in your thought process about business, your thought process about MFR, your thought process about what is possible when you take the time to go through those steps. And you, I think that is when you discover the importance of it, if you aren't already doing that. So you're lucky you live in an area where there's quite a few MFR therapists. So that's really good. I love it. It is my goal. And I want it to be my legacy that Every MFR therapist across the United States can say, I live in an area where there's several MFR therapists, where there is more than one, because it's not okay that there are places where it isn't available. And every MFR therapist can start a business, no matter how small your town is, it's needed, whether you have 5,000 people in your town or you have 500,000 people. Like even if you have 5,000 people in your town, you can't even serve all those people with one therapist. That's a lot of people. (laughs) A lot of people. Oh, I like love and appreciate that. Like that's such a beautiful vision because you've told us too, like every single body needs MFR. We have an endless supply of customers. (laughs) We are all okay. We're 
overly yeah. abundant and every single therapist you're like yes want you to succeed and everybody so i i love that you're this is your mission and this is what you're doing what i wanted to say was that you know i used to live up in door county so there was a few different therapists that did it up there so i wasn't in a complete desert but it's like even if you were if you can drive once a month to get it and just to center yourself and then the more and more i get it at least once a week Mm-hmm. And sometimes even more than that. Oh, and I yeah. used to think like, oh yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. No, just schedule it and go and go mm-hmm. and schedule it and have it. That's your routine. What I've been noticing is that more and more I can totally tune in and self-treat to the specific degree. I'm almost doing it every day that I don't have it. And I'll do a lot of like cranial releases yeah. right now. And it's just, it's such a beautiful thing. What do you think the switch was from not doing that to like making it such a priority? And how does that reflect in your treatment for your clients? For me, honestly, it was a lot of personal stress and heartbreak. On every level, my life had been like changing and unstable and I was pretty much a mess. And so for me to hold space for people, it was so hard. It was actually... I felt drained because I was Mm -hmm. barely holding space for me. So I started getting treatment. And as soon as I did, it was like, oh, I feel safe in my body again. And then for me, like I easily could listen to my intuition because I think I had kind of pulled it down and I was living up here again. Mm -hmm. And that's what can happen when you're out of practice with not getting treated regularly, with not connecting yeah, putting it off to later to when it's convenient yeah yeah and it, or like you think I'll just self treat but there's yeah. something so special about just letting someone hold that space and letting you unwind and just breathe deep that's really good and i'm glad you found that for yourself i mean it changes everything when you are getting therapy regularly like you're clearer you're cleaner you're you're able to make decisions faster i think and you process things faster through your body when your fascia is open. When it's open, like you have no choice. A thought will come, boom, I feel an emotion and I better let it through. Otherwise I'm going to be a hot mess the rest of the day. Yeah. Like you can feel the difference of if you're processing and allowing a feeling, right. You like allow it to flow through you like your Swiss cheese and floating through the universe. Or when you are resisting the emotion and then it just keeps circling back. It's like, Hey, I'm here. Like, when are you going to deal with me? And you can only hold that like water or that beach ball, like holding a beach ball underwater. Like you can only hold it under there for so long and then it's going to come up. And what I've noticed with that is actually, it's very like, for me, I can feel this right away. I'll start getting extra chatty. Like if I'm not feeling the emotion and letting it through all of a sudden the thoughts, they, they just start going like this. All of this action shows you like, holy crap, there's stuff in here that needs to come out. And so it's such like a, a great thing to be like, oh, something's <laughs> happening. I better tune into my body. Come back here. And no matter how far you get away from that, when it's not top of mind to be connecting those things, you can always come back to it. Like you've developed this skill and you've been flexing it over and over and over again. You can always come back to it. Same with like the thought work that I teach you. So no matter where you are going forward in your business, no matter what happens, like you've now laid down the foundation that a hundred thousand dollar business is inevitable. And there will be times where you feel like it's impossible and you, maybe you have a setback or like you 
start to believe it's been a fluke or, you know, whatever can come up, whatever circumstances can come your way. And I just want to offer to you, you can always come back to your MFR skills, to MFR treatment and to the thought work that you've learned from coaching and to like any of the skills you've learned here, like you get them for life and you've been practicing them so well. It's like just now become part of who you are and your life experience. You can't unlearn them. Once you learn how to read, it's like, there it is. There it is. (laughs) You need everything. Well, thanks so much for being willing to share your journey with us. I think it's going to be so helpful for people listening. I appreciate you coming on and giving all this feedback and all this insight into what the MFR coaches group coaching program is like and what your experience has been. People can find Erin at mindbodyfreedomtherapy.com. And again, she is located in Madison in the town of Monona on the east side of Madison, Wisconsin. So look her up and I will have all of her details. You can follow her on social media and all that stuff in the show notes. Thanks for coming, Erin. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. All right, everybody. I'll see you next time on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. And if you are listening to this in real time, I believe you still have today to sign up for the next round of group coaching. So don't miss your opportunity. There is no benefit to waiting to feel ready to join. So get your booty in and I'll see you there. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My goal is to help all MFR therapists stop under earning and burning out. I have several resources available for you. Read my book, The MFR Coach's Guide to Having Your Own MFR Business, available on Amazon and at Advanced John Barnes MFR Seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll always have fresh content each and every week. Join my group coaching program. Enrollment opens four times per year. We take all the information I teach and lay down the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. It's more than just raising rates, but you'll make that the hardest part. Then expand into the business owner who delivers your rate like it's just the news and who can sell MFR to anyone in any situation. I'll show you how. Get on my email list, follow me on social media at the MFR coach, and visit my website for more information on group enrollment, themfrcoach.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.